Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Mark Stuchowski Podcast, the show that's all about helping you perform at an optimum level. I am Mr. Productivity, and it is my obsession to teach you how to be the most productive version of you possible. And one of the ways I do that is by inviting you to my live monthly training. On October 16th, I'm going to be talking all about the power and the how of routines. Now, to register, just click the link in the show notes or the banner of my website, mrproductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com. On the show today, Nick Davies. He is a business and career coach, also a certified health coach. We're going to talk a lot about creating self-awareness in your life. An incredible conversation with Nick Davies. Nick, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. I'm excited. Yes, and I love having people. I mean, I love all my guests, but I love guests who have an accent because I am fascinated by accents. So you didn't grow up in one place. You you moved around a little bit when you were a kid. So where have you lived? Yeah, I always I always, I always joke when people say that. Uh, you've got an accent. I'm like, well, haven't, hasn't everyone got an accent? <laughs> <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Aren't we all from somewhere? Well, yeah, I, I moved around a lot actually after I was grown up. Like as a, as a kid, it's it's interesting to see like my my child life was very much in one place, and my adult life has been very much in different places. So grow, growing up just outside of London, I didn't even leave the country until I was almost twenty, and I, I worked in the city of London for seven eight years. And I did a lot of traveling and quit through the financial crisis after that. It was just kind of like, oh, okay, let's take, let's take some time out. Yeah. And I quit when traveling with a friend of mine for seven months or so, went all around the world, which was outstanding. Came back and I'd spent some time in, in India for work. I, I, I moved to the Philippines. I lived there and, wow. and I've, for a couple of years. And I've lived in the States now for, for the last almost eight years. Wow. Uh, you know, of course, you're not traveling now. Um, I've only been to two places outside of the United States, Canada and France. But eventually, when this COVID thing you know goes away, I'm going to eventually start traveling because there's so many places I need to see. And I've had over 400 guests on this show, and they all say, you got to come visit me in London and Australia and India. And, and I'm like, okay, wait, wait, I can't do it all at once. I'm going to get to all of you. Um, so I do want to travel. It'd be really cool to go to other countries and meet people who are on my show and they promised me they show me around not to the touristy place to the really good places to go which is completely different as you very well know so you are a business and career coach and a certified health coach and one of the things you said you wanted to talk about today is creating awareness in people's lives and one of the things i have been seeing as a productivity coach is once this covid thing happened and people were furloughed and they lost their job they kind of spend a lot of time binge watching TV or even worse, watch the news all the time. And, and I'm like, okay, well, hold on a second. You know, cause you talk about self-awareness. How is that going to serve you going forward? Because this pandemic is not going to wipe out the human civilization. So we're going to come out the other side of this. And if you're just watching all these TV shows, I don't think you're really being self-aware of how that's going to affect your future. Am I wrong? Oh yeah. It's 100% correct. And Never has there been a, a, a more impactful time to be aware of this, right? It's, it's the time that we should be moving into, leaning into opportunities and, and, and being super, super aware of what we're doing with our time. 
uh, down to the minute as much as possible because the opportunities that we would expect normally aren't there, but there are a lot of other opportunities mm -hmm. that we wouldn't necessarily see that are there. And so the, 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 the curve for seeing results for, for stepping into and taking charge with opportunities that are there is much steeper exponentially and so if and 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 the more that you can stand still in, in these times the more that uh, the quicker you're going to get overtaken as well so yeah it's like it's even more important for sure absolutely and and i think one of the things i tell my clients is to structure your time so instead of just waking up and eh, whatever happens happens you structure your time so maybe you spend X amount of time in personal development, X amount of time on LinkedIn, you know, whatever your platform of choice is to get more clients, uh, X amount of time, maybe creating content. But I believe structure really helps people navigate these waters. The people I see struggling are the people who don't have any structure and they're just going through life like whatever happens, happens. And I don't think that's a very good recipe for success. Yeah, it's 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 the lack of awareness. It, it, it's it's a question of well, what do you want? You know, because if if you're just going through life with I'm just going to bounce from one thing to the other, I'm just going to see what happens. If that's an intentional choice, then absolutely fine. There's no judgment. It, it's a but if you are clear about what you want, then you've got to go towards what that is, and that looks like managing your time, structuring time, using your time. I've, I've had this conversation or a derivative thereof with two out of three clients this morning already. Right. And these are clients that I've had for a long time. And, and, and so it never goes away. And, and so no matter where you are, and, and the example that I was thinking about this morning was if you're a CPU of a computer and you're like bouncing off the limiter at hundred mm. percent, there's so much going on. I've, I've already got so much going on. I'm just going to let go through one thing to the, to the other. Uh, and the, you're trying to force more stuff in there. You can't because you're already full up. Mm -hmm. And so it's not a case of moving from 100% to a different 100%. What you want to do is actually create the space because yes. people tend to say, I'm just going to go from one thing to the other because they're overwhelmed with what they've got. And so they just want to give themselves a break. And, but, that, but that just makes it worse because it just means you, you go into obscurity and then that leads to apathy and apathy is a terrible thing. Absolutely. And I love the question, what do you want? Because when clients come to me and I say, what do you want? And they're like, well, I want to be more productive. I say, well, that, that doesn't help me because I need to know where you're struggling. Are you struggling with social media, email, people, staying focused? I need to know. And so I think clarity is really big. I mean, it was important before COVID. Now it's even more important because what do you want? And I think this is the perfect time to, like you said, lean in to uh, opportunities. Did you want to launch a YouTube channel? Did you want to launch a podcast? Did you want to start writing the book? This is the time because when we get on the other side of this thing, a lot of people are going to be light years ahead of you if you're just sitting back going, well, I'm just going to binge watch Netflix for a while. And uh, I'll, when this thing eases up, when the disease goes away, I'm going to start you know, getting better. Well, unfortunately, a lot of other people are getting better now. And then you're going to be in a huge disadvantage when we get past this thing. Agree? Oh, absolutely. And it fills me up with urgency just hearing you reiterate that, right? Because it, 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 we, need, we need to access that hunger that I believe that we all have inside of us, create some of that urgency. Because this time that we went through COVID, we, we're not going to get this back. Nope. You're not going to remember what happened in those, in those Netflix season series <laughs> Very <true>. shows. <laughs> Right. Like, like it's yes, yeah, sure that we will need some comfort and nothing wrong uh, overall conceptually with Netflix and uh, doing those things. It's just, is that the best use of your time? Right. And, and going back to the, what do you want? You're right. People don't have clarity without clarity. You're just all over the place. You've got no aim. You're not going to get there. 
And, and and it's oftentimes it starts even further further back than that because you ask people what they don't want and they'll just tell you what they don't want. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want? Uh, well, I don't want to be in this job forever. Yeah. What do you want? <laughs> well, I want to have a better relationship. All right. Well, like I don't want. Well, I don't want to be in this relationship. Right. And so like the the where we're the starting point is usually so far back that most people aren't even conceiving what they do want because yes. it just feels too big or too far away. Hundred percent. My experience, I'm sure you have as well, is that it's possible. Anything is possible. It's, it's doing the repeatable things. But first of all, you're absolutely right. We've got to get clear. We've got to have that clarity. Now, you're a career coach. What are some of the most common things you're helping people with when they come to you? I'm sure you're dealing with people who are furloughed or laid off or maybe their job was eliminated. What are some of the things that people come to you for? Is that pretty much the, the landscape there? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think we can all come down to to one thing, and, and I call it we call it here at Provisor Coach the tyranny of urgent, uh, tyranny of the urgent. It's like, well, I'm jumping from one thing to the next thing. Like, what are these things in front of me? I'm doing that and doing this, doing the other. I'm getting full up and getting overwhelmed. And 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 you know what? I've noticed in in this current environment, Mark, is that really, it's it's a lot of congratulations because the opportunities are, are, are more. It's like, well, I'm too busy. But what I've seen is that I actually don't realize I don't want to be here mm. because the collective comfort blanket that people have been under for a lot of time, because things are okay. You know, things are comfortable. Mm-hmm. has been removed. Yes. That's great. Congratulations. Because now you can see it. <laughs> Enjoy some of that pain, get out of the comfort zone, take some action, start to figure that out. But yeah, it, it comes down to the, I don't, I'm tearing the urgent. I'm going from one thing to the next thing. Let's relieve some of that pain and suffering in, in the workplace. And so that could be, look, I want to, I want a different career. I want to get out completely. I want to reset. I want to start everything. And, and just having that honest conversation with yourself can be so powerful. It's scary because it's a big thing. Mm-hmm. If you've been doing the same thing over and over for a long time, then, then moving to something else, can be a big deal because there's the there's the pain of you being there, but there's also the pain of the perceived risk of doing something else as well. Mm-hmm. And so, my job, I think our job, probably, if uh, not, not to put words in your mouth, is to is to make sure that the balance is in the right place that enables that person to have a more fulfilled life. Yeah, I I see a lot of complacency going on. Uh, the thing I talk a lot about is we had a hurricane here in the Gulf Coast area a number of years ago, and it was a devastating hurricane. And everyone that lived in the Gulf Coast said, oh, that's the 100-year storm. We're not going to get any more storms. We're good for 100 years. That's not how nature works. So eight years later, we got another storm because people became complacent. They said, that's the 100-year 100 100 storm. We're good. And they became complacent. But you gotta, you can't be complacent. I don't know of a successful person in the world that got to where they are by being complacent i I, can you name one i can't think of one right i mean it's like it's like you can't expect the uh just to be lucky right is that old saying that the 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 harder i work the luckier i get which obviously is a kick in the face to people that are saying they're lucky yes because it's not about luck it's 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 being it's anticipating it it, it's looking in the future I, i often tell and tell my clients and share for whoever wants to listen, is that I think the biggest indicator of leadership is whether you're thinking long term or short term. Mm. Uh, to be a to be a leader, you've got to be thinking long term. All the actions you're taking are long term. And I said, think about it, that the, the stock market overall. The stock market is it changes continuously, can change changes continuously. But mm-hmm. if you zoom out, all you can see is a continual upward trend yes. over time. 
Right. And so if you're, if you're thinking about day on day, a week on week, month on month, or even year on year, <laughs> then that's too much information to go from. You can't yes. make decisions based on that. And, and I, when people, I remember when my mom first got uh, her iPhone, she would always ask uh, Siri, you know, what's the stock of her stocks? I'm like, what are you asking her every hour for every day? I mean, that's like weighing yourself every hour. It, what's the point? Because like you say, when you zoom out, you know, it's not as bad as you think it is. I mean, the stock market go up like 100, 100 points, down 200, up 400. And it only matters when you're going to cash out. So remember the recession of 2008 when the markets crashed. Okay. Well, if you didn't take your money out and you had $10,000 on there and it went down to a dollar, if you left it there, it rebounded. But what people did, they panicked and they pulled it out. Well, if you would have just waited, it would have rebounded. Cause like you said, if you zoomed out, it was just a blip, but people panic when they come, when they get a blip in their lives. And it goes back to tie this all back. What we started talking about, it goes back to what do you want? Yes. Why did you put money in the stock market in the first place? Was it for a short-term gain? Were, were you just playing? And, and, and because th- so that's where it comes from. People act in the in the zoomed in in the short term if they haven't if they most of the time if they didn't decide up front what their outcome was supposed to be. If you don't know your outcome, you're not going to get there. And it's not like they decided Look, I'm I'm going to be short term. <clears throat> and, and oftentimes it's not decided. I'm just going to throw it in and see what happens. It's, it's just that they didn't have that awareness back to that point again of mm-hmm. actually deciding up front, what do I want out of this? Why am I doing this? What is my outcome? Rather than just acting on because someone said it's a good thing to buy. And so once you, once you know that up front, then you know how to handle things that happen in your environment and you get to make choices that are zoomed out and, and remove some of that overwhelm as well. Because otherwise, if it can feel like you're constantly doing one thing and next, this is a new situation, there's a new situation, there's a new situation then you're going to feel overwhelmed by dealing with all these things. But again, if you zoom out, it's normally just consequences or symptoms of that one decision or that one action rather than a whole bunch of new things. And when you can deal with things in, in ones and twos and threes as a, as categories rather than tens and tens and tens, then it feels completely different, allows you that space. Now, you are a certified health coach, and I want to tie that into creating awareness because a lot of people aren't stopping and they're going, you know what? Again, we talked about personal development during the COVID thing, but, you know, health is a big issue. Uh, you know, you have to get your sleep. Uh, today is my 1,116th consecutive day of running every day. And I started doing that right after Hurricane Harvey left Houston back in 2017. And I think you need to be aware of your health. What are you eating? What are you drinking? How much sleep are you getting? Uh, are you spending too much time on social media? Are you spending too much time watching TV? Are you spending too much time with naysayers and dream killers? I think health is something that... We take for granted, I'm only 20, I'm only 30, I'm only 40, I'm 55 now. And I care more about my health now than I've ever done in my life because, you know, I'm getting closer to the end, which I hope is at least 45 more years away, maybe halfway through. But I think people, when they're younger, they take for granted their health. Well, here's the thing. You are not promised one more second, minute, hour, or day. And I think that you should do, you can't prevent something from falling out of the sky and hit you in the head, but you can take care of yourself by what you eat and your drink. So let's talk a little bit about being self-aware with your health. 
Hey there, it's Mark. I just wanted to hop in here real quick to invite you to check out my website, MrProductivity.com, for the date of my next live training to get my top five productivity tips and so much more. It all happens over at MrProductivity.com. Yeah, I'd say the same principles apply, right? Awareness and zooming out. Because, as you said, you don't know what's going to happen. Something something freakish might happen, but you've got to play the numbers and play the long game. If you, if you want to have the deepest, most fulfilling life, you've got to look after the thing that is your biggest asset, which is you. Mm-hmm. And it starts with your body, and, and then which includes your brain health as well. Because if you're not in, constantly investing into you as an asset, then you're not going to give yourself the best opportunity to create the most fulfilling and the longest life and create more for yourself the most you can, be more, grow, and then be able to contribute back that to everyone as well. So I think it's so important to think about that overall. It's not just... What I, what I want to eat right now. I don't care. I'm 20. I don't care if I'm 30. I'll fix it later on. Mm -hmm. It's quality of life in the moment as well as longevity of life and quality of longevity of life. All those things come together. It's, it's, it, you know, someone listening to this in their twenties might think that's easy for people that are older than me to say. But from experience, I know that in that moment, it's also going to give you more quality. It, it's zooming out just a little bit, maybe not all the way, just a little bit to that to that month, that year, to think about what's going to make you, what's going to put you to a different level, so you can get more, achieve more for yourself and others around you as well. So I think if we think about it as a pyramid mm-hmm. of what are the most important things to do, I think health is right at the bottom of that pyramid. It's the foundation for everything. Yes. That's that's your physical body, that's your mental health, because that allows you to then the next things up. Or like, well, emotions and meaning. Like, what meaning am I am I giving to situations in my life? What emotions uh, am I using? How, how am I in charge of my emotions? And then you can start to think about relationships. Then you can start to think about career. Then you can start to think about uh, creation and then contribution. So, uh, it's the foundation. Whatever it is that you want, whoever it is you want to be, has to start with looking after your body, looking after your includes so your physical body, including your brain. Those those things together. And, and it looks different for everyone else. I mean, congratulations, uh, 1,116 days, if I heard that right. Like, <laughs> yes. Congratulations, that's fantastic. Yes. Now, that's your version of that. My version of that's different. And so, and I, I, sh- I say that because uh, people think the, they need to be in a specific box. I need to get up at 4.30 every day and I need to do an hour of training and I need to do my meditation. I need to drink a certain drink and I need to prepare my day. And it doesn't have to be exactly the same. It's just whatever you can change to, to make little upgrades to make things better for you. Mm. Uh, and and I, I remember thinking this back in my 20s, uh, and I, like, why, why do I want to do things to improve myself? Why, why, why should I? Why, why should I be a, a good person to help other people? And the reality is that it's actually a selfish approach. Here's what I mean for that. I mean for that is because the more that we can help others, we, the more that we can actually, we actually get back for ourselves, the more fulfilled that we are. Mm. And so that there is actually a, so whatever, whatever gives you the juice, whatever gives you the, the incentive to do it, use it. So if that does it for you, if you're thinking, oh, I like, I got to sort myself out first before I help other people. Like, I get it in the long term, but right now it's about me. Mm-hmm. The irony is that the more that you actually think about others and what you can, what you can contribute, the more that you'll get back for yourself sooner. I love it. So final question I have for you is what do you know now that you wish you knew maybe 10, 15, 20 years ago, a couple things that you wish you knew back then? 
The biggest thing that really in the last four or five years that has made the most impact to me is, is the concept. And it's simple, right? And it's the simple things that gets up. It's the concept about taking action. Mm. And here's very simply how I think about it is that, okay, number one, there's, there's a, there's a number one, number two here. Number one that actually got an A and a B. Number one is you take some new action. And one A is you, you get uh, a result that you expected. Mm. Action equals results. So one, one A is you take a new action, you get a, a result that you expected. One B is you take a new action and you get a different result than you expected. Okay. Right. But either way, you get a result. Because number two is you don't take any new action. The result is you don't get any new, new results. Mm. Nothing. No new information. That's that's par that's powerful right there. I, I I want people to see that uh, to understand. It's all about taking action. So if we wanted to find out more about you, Nick, where would we go? You would go to uh, proadvisorcoach.com. You can also reach out directly to me, uh, Nick at proadvisorcoach.com. I'm most active on LinkedIn as well. Throw some throw some videos up there very often. Um, so yeah, come come and visit me for sure. Okay, Nick, thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate Appreciate you. And just before we go, don't forget to register for my October 16th training, The Power and How of Routines. You can either click the link here in the show notes from this podcast episode, or you can click the banner of my website, mrproductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski Podcast. Until we meet again, my friend, go be productive.